Good morning. Welcome to the Neutral Zone. It's Sunday morning. It's just moments before Snowmageddon, I'm hearing. Um, get your bread, get your milk. Jake Miller just ran out of here <laughs> to go stock up on crystals. <laughs> nice. Um, hey, it's Bob Baskerville. You got... Uh, yeah, he's put, me, he's put me in the B seat. There you go. Well, I, 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 I'll tell you a little side note, but uh, you, you're, you know, your your boy Tr was even was uh, was saying there on just off the air. He's like, man, he goes, when, when's Aaron going to be on the Aaron getting back in the controls? I mean, he can he can get that thing up off the ground. <laughs> we were talking about that a few weeks ago, but yeah, all good, all good. Yeah, Thanks. so Cloney's here in person. Welcome him back, Aaron. As we just said, behind the board. Keeping us on task. Um, morning, fellas. Good morning. How y'all doing, man? Good. Gentlemen. I mean, hey, we won. It was it was a slog the entire time. Slug fest. Typical uh, scoring drought like we're used to. You know. Yeah, you know. Uh, Solid seven and a half minute between two halves. Scoring drought. And you. You know, you you look. I I was certainly critical. There was times in you know I'm sitting there just in the second half going, where's the energy, especially coming off of a loss, that you really kind of fumbled away at the end of the game um, at Mississippi State. But then I guess when you kind of go back and look at it, and you kind of go, okay, well Georgia really shot. Behind a home crowd, they shot lights out. When I looked at those final numbers and, you know, I know Bob tweeted something on it yesterday, um, you know, right after the game. But the fact that they were still in it, you have, like, that that Mamba player, like, say what you want to say, I'm not comparing him to Kobe, but legit, clear out, worst-case scenario, he's getting fouled, two free throws, Oh, by the way, you're in the double bonus. But those last four to five minutes, the defense and how Adu uh, affected shots, how it was there was no second chances. That's winning basketball and to do it on the road. But they clearly, clearly, um, when it mattered, they turned it up. Now, the positive piece of that is, yeah, I'm still concerned about those six minute, seven minute stretches. But man alive, when you can, when, that gear that you can do on both ends of the court, especially defensively, you're in every game. When you got a scorer like that, uh, I don't know your your thoughts on it. Yeah, in a word, roller coaster. Um, yeah. That was that was a hard game to watch yesterday. Um, well, we were up fourteen um, with four minutes to go in the first half. Really could have been a twenty point lead. You know, everybody was kind of critical of Dallin Cuff on ESPN when they cut away for a commercial break and came back to studio before they rejoined the game. And Dallin Cuff said, "Man, they could be up more. They've turned the ball over too much." Yeah, and he was right. And um, that's when Georgia started the beginning of a fifteen zero run that kind of straddled into the first half, beginning of the second half. Yeah, um, and you're right, Clone. I mean, Georgia was unconscious at one point in the second half. They were nine of thirteen from three point range. I mean, that's seventy percent yeah. from the field. Got up by as much as eleven. Then Dalton Connect happened, and um, and then um, and, and I mean, obviously Dalton had an amazing game in general, thirty six points, yep. but. 
you know, the Vols had a 15 to one run in the last four and a half minutes of that game, and he scored nine of those points. I mean, he was close to unstoppable. The other thing is they actually – I wish it was happening sooner in the game, but Barnes made some adjustments, got Triple J out, put Meshack in. That's not coincidentally how the defense tightened up, too. I mean, the defense went into lockdown mode there in the last four to five minutes. Um, I mean, it, and then Jonas. Um, I mean, Jonas was – in my opinion, equally important. Not in points. He scored 10, but 15 boards, five blocks, played 35 minutes, plus 14. Um, I know that he was taking some heat for the game against Tolu Smith on Wednesday night. Um, I mean, he's he's a good center. Is he a top five center nationally? No, he's not. But he can be an impact player, and he did it yesterday. We couldn't have oh, won yeah. that game without him. Um and Zakai, of course, you know, 18, 5, and 5. He had six turnovers, was particularly sloppy in the first half. Yeah. Spent a lot of time running his mouth, if you noticed. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. A couple yeah. of things got caught on social media right. that were pretty uh, not suitable for work. Um, yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, in summary, they won the game. It was super frustrating. Um, those gaps, like Aaron talked about, are unbelievably agonizing to watch. But winning on the road in the SEC is hard. Ask Arkansas and Kentucky about that yesterday. I mean, it's a tough place to win. Right. Um, and um, but they persevered. They won. You move on. Um, you know, two and one in conference is a lot better than one and two. That would have been in a that would have had Tennessee in a bad spot very early. Um, on our morning show last week, we had Will Warren on, who's kind of a statistical savant. Yeah. And he had some really interesting thoughts, and he had told us that he feels Tennessee needs to go 15-3 and in conference to win it. Um, and, I, again, I, I don't know how important that stuff is. We've been learning in the last few years. I mean, got to be ready for the real tournament in March. But 15-3, mm-hmm. um, and three, um, if they had lost yesterday, then, boy, that doesn't seem possible at, at that point with 16 conference or 15 right. conference games left. So. Um, so I, I'm just taking it as a win. You move on. You forget about what happened yesterday. There are some things that are concerning. Triple J and Ganey. Um, I mean, yeah, they, they are legitimate concerns. Triple J just recently. Ganey. It's been a body of work now for the mm-hmm. last couple of weeks. Santi is on the edge. I think a lot of people are critical of Santiago, and I'm telling you, if he could just, we we really need him to shoot. Yeah. I mean, he really, yesterday, he was, when he was on the floor, he's a plus 16. He was still making some yeah. things happen. He got beat on defense a couple times, which was inexplicable. Are the fouls concerning to you with a him? Bit. Yeah. I, I don't think that's a reputation with the league officials. I, I, yeah. I wonder if just. It's probably not. I mean, it doesn't appear to be a lack of conditioning or you know no. reach in silly fouls. You get tired, you reach, you foul. Um, I, I wonder about that because that's three or four, or three maybe of the last four games that he's seems to have uh, gotten himself into that. Yeah, I agree. Now, you know, he hit a big three yesterday that kind of helped turn, in my opinion, turn fortunes around. AD yep. got that offensive rebound, kicked it out to him, and he drilled the three. Yep. We need more of that from him. Yeah. That, that's got to happen uh, more so than ever now that Ganey has kind of disappeared. That's uh, yeah. um, that. Mm. It, that's really the key thing. Uh, I, th- I think yesterday it was proven Meshack can kind of fill some gaps for Josiah. We need Josiah too, but if he's going to do this vanishing act, then we then got to move on, you know. Yeah, yeah. I, I think 
it, it, again, I think the book on Tennessee, if you're going to defend, obviously you, you have to double, you have to deny, um, you know, off screens, you have to switch accordingly, you have to, you know, head on a swivel, however, to defend, connect, and really try to deny him the ball. Because once he gets it, he's, he's, he's strong, he's big enough to shoot over guys, He's clearly comfortable going off dribble and and drawing contact and and getting free throw attempts. And that's huge, listen, because he can knock down free throws. I mean, overall, we've got some pretty good free throw shooters. The problem, and I think um, looking at it, and as much as I love ZZ Top, he – He's not an outside threat. He he has knocked down a few shots this year. Um, I applaud him. I mean, it, you know, with his quickness, if you know he could ever develop consistency there, man, alive! What a, what a player! Just a, a, an advantage for him to be able to show the three mm, head fake dribble. I mean, he could he could get to the basket and draw fouls and and make a living scoring six, seven, eight points a night. Uh, just from free throws and in the lane. But my thing is, is outside of looking at this whole Tennessee team, to furthermore your point, we've got to have Vescovy being a solid contributor making outside shots. It, we don't need him to, you know, get in the lane and make, you know, take it to the rack. And that that's fine. There's times when the defense overplays you and you have to do that. But outside of connect – Really, right now, I mean, what's the one, the one guy that you can count on to get open looks? I mean, teams that make runs in March, one they have good guard play, two, and it's more than just one guard. It's it's multiple guards that can handle, can get in, and quickness, and can kick out and find and identify shooters. Right now, we have one, and you know, Connect can shoot that. But the problem is, is most teams aren't going to leave him wide open. They know about him. So I agree with you. I think Vescovy moving down, um, moving further uh, down the schedule, I think is huge. And 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 one other piece, uh, back to your point on looking at that, uh, you know, three loss kind of cap in order to have a chance at winning the, uh, you know, winning the SEC. Uh, certainly like the SEC regular season. But you look at it, and this week, again, two fairly tough matchups. Florida, now we get both at home. Then you go at Vandy, that should be fairly easy. Uh, but if you look at, then, of course, at Kentucky, we start February off, like, with a bang. At Kentucky. Then you go LSU here at A&M. They're a quality team. Oh, by the way, February 14th. By then, Musselman's probably got Arkansas turned around somewhat. And and last time I checked, Bud Walton Arena is one of the toughest places uh, to uh, to play in. Um, so you've got some you got some pretty tough stretches there. And then you come back. You know, the end of the month, A&M, you get them back here. You get Bruce and Auburn here. Then you got to go at Alabama, at South Carolina. South Carolina's uh, been better than people expected. So this, I, I would I would say three, maybe four, you're still in contention. But, yeah, yeah South to your, Carolina, I think, is still first place in the conference. Yeah, they won at they, Missouri yeah, yesterday. time win at Missouri by two. Yeah. It was, it was a big game. Mm-hmm. I honestly didn't even pay attention and – know that texas a&m ended up being kentucky yeah they did they I, really bad yeah yeah well it was uh <laughs> i mean i know it was at yeah. a&m but yeah i mean texas hey, listen, a&m has been that guy can tough uh, uh, to watch wade, uh, wade taylor wade. uh 
I'm talking about the the coach. Oh, buzz. He's all, buzz. Yeah. He's always buzz sweating and in the you know dressed yeah. up and everything. But I mean, he it, defensively and rebounding and toughness. They're yeah, always yeah. he's always got them ready. Yeah, we were you know yeah we'll talk about that. That was uh, that was a hell of a game. Um, yeah, you you mentioned Florida next week. They have Alabama next week too here in Knoxville. Yeah, yeah. And so uh, Alabama and Auburn are both three and zero in the conference. Um, and so yeah, those these are. These are big games, you know. The the thing we were talking about, kind of problem areas. Mm-hmm. Um, this is courtesy of Jordan Moore, uh, another statistical rock star here. Um, because I got to tell you, I was talking up Triple J like a little over a week ago. Like I was like he could be the most valuable player because if you think back to then, Connect was kind of in a slump. Yeah. And, well, that was pre-conference. Once we've been in conference play, well, first of all. 13 pre-conference games for Triple J. He averaged 11 points, 7 boards, 2.5 assists, 1.5 steals, shot 43% from the field, 40% from three. Um, Three games in conference play, five points a game, still getting rebounds, almost seven a game, two assists, shooting 26% from the field, 0% from three-point range. And it's like he is just – like evaporated right in front of our eyes and and it, can he get it back probably we've seen that before but man it's got to happen quickly it's yeah because uh, that you know how that goes anybody that's played the game it starts getting your head you know it does and i wonder with him because the little things you're talking about he's not a guy that you're you're gonna go oh man his shot's just off he's not making that 12 to 16 foot you know shot or coming off the elbow or off a curl those are not the things that I'm it, – it's little things. I mean, yesterday, uh, ZZ created, got in the paint, drew a guy and, and flipped it to him, and he literally, he literally like, bobbled it. And then when he went to get it, he changed his feet and kind of, you know, took extra steps. And I was just like – I mean, one, he's usually got good hands. He's strong. And so it's little things like that. So I present this question to you guys. Might it be – I'm not – and, again, I, I don't have anything to back this up. But based on what we saw earlier in the year, here came a guy. Here's a guy who, let's just be honest, they weren't really, you know, going out of their way to keep him. And so he kind of was like, oh, okay, you know, yeah, I'm going to come in and show you guys. And for any reason, this is a chance for me to show myself, show my skill set. Maybe I could, you know, get an opportunity, earn an opportunity to go overseas or somewhere and play or go the developmental league. I mean, I'm just saying there's things he would need to do to play on that level, obviously, like in, improve his shot a little bit, get a little quicker, probably lose a little of that mass and just, you know, he looks a little, I don't know, robotic sometimes, stiff. But could it be, and again, I have nothing back in this, but him coming back, he's seeing all this other stuff, the kids coming in the connect, uh, ZZ, all the NIL stuff. Do some of these kids, I, I, I wonder. And, again, it could be, hey, he's just had, you know, maybe he's had a little touch of, you know, flu or whatever. There's a lot of crap going around right now and people being sick. And uh, But I, I just wonder if some of that uh, – I think it's it, clearly with Vescovy – we talked about it earlier in the year. The, the NIL stuff was was sort of kind of dividing the team a little. Um, but even with him, I just sometimes I look at him and I'm like, why why didn't he take that shot? And then he he 
you know, ball fake dribbles in and then makes it a more challenging shot or throws it away. So I, I think focus is clearly with J Triple J right now looks off. Uh, I don't think it's a conditioning thing or anything like that, but I don't know. That's just speculation. I just wonder, um, you know, maybe what's going on with him because they don't need him to be a huge scorer or anything like that. He could be that glue guy. He On this team, he could very much, and I, I think, I really think like Meshack seems to kind of be that guy right now, but, but that Dane Bradshaw type that will do all the little dirty work and will go in and challenge and be that dog and challenge anyone on the other team, and I, I don't see it from him right now. Yeah, although I am awful sick of hearing Dan Bradshaw talk. That dude, <laughs> that dude, this is my biggest complaint about Dan Bradshaw. All he does is, like, simp for other SEC teams. I don't ever hear him saying anything good about Tennessee, but all he does is just hype up every possible other SEC team. I just wonder if he's – yeah, I, I get it. I agree. Um, I just wonder if he's just overcompensating. You know, he's worried about being considered too much of a homer. And, by the way, Jimmy Dykes gives Tennessee enough love for, oh for the my whole God. freaking country. My <laughs> God. Get on the get on the, uh, on the the Jimmy Dykes plane. Uh, hey, one other thing. I know we'll, we'll, we'll dive more into the NFL, but before we go to the break, uh, I just saw a report there where Peacock – paid for that game last night for all the Swifties. I mean, it was a brilliant move on on their part on the NFL. Peacock paid the NFL $110 million for the exclusive rights to last night's Arctic Bowl in Kansas City. Uh, as a result, they hit number one overall in the App Store, and their search volume on Google is currently two times higher than at any other point in their history of Peacock. Uh, the power of the NFL truly unmatched that from uh, Joe Pompliano on uh, Twitter X. But that's when you when you saw that and I, you know, I, I was out uh, at a restaurant and they normally have all those games on and literally they're like, oh, well, we don't we don't have the Peacock deal. And I'm like, well, you know, anyways, I, I think people are dropping. There's literally just in the bar area, probably 10 grand uh in in sales coming through it might might not be that bad be it's like 60 dollars for the sales. whole year <laughs> so yeah. yeah anyways uh yeah we'll uh we'll head to break and uh bob baskerville clone and aaron burkoat's in here with you uh we'll touch on a lot of stuff we still got a lot with college uh tennessee we've got some recruiting stuff with tennessee and uh oh i think there's been some coaches ch- coaching changes mm. not just in the nfl but in the sec uh Jimmy Sexton strikes again. Yep. I mean, gets his guys a little bit of uh, three gets of paid. his. Gets, them, gets paid. Yep. So uh, Alabama does have a new coach. So uh, we actually talked about it a little bit pre-show. Um, probably about as good as they could do. And um, we'll see. Uh, more Neutral Zone coming up on the other side. Fleet Tire uh, making it happen. And we'll come back with more Neutral Zone right after this. Ever been the coach who realized the team's gear just wasn't up to par? Well, if I'm being honest, that was me. Just a downright irresponsible and plain bad coach. Then, SM Athletics changed the game. I want you to picture this. I walk into their store, a coach 
with a vision. SM Athletics didn't just see a coach. They saw a team's potential. And they delivered custom uniforms so striking. Our team's spirit soared. From cutting-edge apparel to top-notch equipment, SM Athletics transformed our presence. No more unreliable online orders or envying the other team's style. SM Athletics stands for quality, design, and on-time delivery every time. Coaches, elevate your team with SM Athletics. Call 865-966-3434 or visit smathletics.com. Get the best for your team, delivered right and on time. So, elevate your team's game by contacting SM Athletics today. It's time for the North Knox Siding and Windows High School Basketball Player of the Week. Brought to you by North Knox Siding and Windows. Call 865-689-0505 or visit them online at northknocksidingandwindows.com. This week's North Knox Siding and Windows High School Basketball Player of the Week is Halls High School's Jake Lane. Lane led Halls to a 63-53 win over Carter last Friday. The senior guard had 29 points and six steals to lead the Red Devils over the Hornets. Halls High School's Jake Lane, this week's North Knox Siding and Windows High School Basketball Player of the Week. North Knox Siding and Windows, locally owned and operated. They can handle all of your siding, window, gutter, and roofing needs. Call 865-689-0505 for a free estimate or go online at northknocksidingandwindows.com. Are you ready to elevate your driving experience? Then you need to head over to your hometown dealership, Parkside Kia, home of the lifetime warranty. Discover the latest Kia cars and SUVs where technology meets style. Our friendly staff is here to make your car buying experience a breeze. Don't wait. Visit Parkside Kia today and drive home in the Kia of your dreams. Check them out online at parksidekia.com and visit their showroom at 9929 Parkside Drive. Parkside Kia, where your journey begins. Brand built in Tennessee and born from the love of the game. Inward Half revolutionizes golfing comfort. Crafted by a former pro and dedicated enthusiast just like you, our luxury performance wear guarantees you stay cool and comfortable through every swing and every day. We're not just a brand. We've set out to create a lifestyle for those who understand that impeccable style and premium performance are a hole-in-one. Enjoy the walk-in with Inward Half. Is that uh, those sirens? Is that for like an APB for Titans Bill? <laughs> yeah, no, we need. No, 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 no. Amy Adam Skunk must go. <laughs> Titans Bill, man, if you're out uh, listening, brother, call us up, man. Uh, you know the the future of the 
I mean, you're looking at the AFC South right now, and I did some little digging, you know, yesterday after that because that that really surprised me. The Texans winning the way they did. I actually thought Cleveland would go in there and beat them, but I thought it was going to be a lot closer. Yeah, but I'm telling you right now, you're they're doing this without Tank Dell, who's their take the top off the defense. Now Nico Collins all day every day. He's he's that guy that you know you can just he's a great route runner. But they have almost eighty million dollars of cap space and you think about wow. there's going to be look, the names of free agencies in uh in free agency on wide receivers t higgins um you you give him a t higgins you give uh a mike uh evans those there's some there's some big name now they probably being a defensive minded guy he's got the guy that that kid clearly is it um you know at quarterback you know but, what you know what i see is uh course i'm a little biased i'm an indiana pacer fan and tyrese halliburton is just a star oh he's a stud yeah and what's happening is you know because smaller market team houston's not a small market team but indiana is now they've got cap space and there's a lot of chatter of players who want to come play with him Him. because they know that he's going to elevate their game oh absolutely i think the same thing could happen in houston with stroud you know these players are going to be like Hell, man! I, yeah. I want to. I want to get some of those passes thrown my way. I mean, and, yeah. And he's just a leader. He's so impressive on every level right now. It's crazy. really is I, the blitz and the things that defense started trying to throw, you know, things at him, and he 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 just looks like a guy that's played four or five yeah. years in the league. If only the Raiders had understood <laughs> that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. They could have. We'll see what's going to happen with them, man. I'm excited to figure out who they're going to take as the head coach. I don't know if I don't know if Mark's going to resign Antonio Pierce or not. Well, he he was meeting with. Uh, he was scheduled for the Titans, I believe, and yeah, and, and the they Falcons, pulled. The Falcons want to have a meeting with yeah. him too. Uh, I don't remember who it was, but somehow. Oh, uh, I think it was JT the Brick, big big Raiders fan. Uh, he mentioned something about it. He said, "Listen," he said people that he trusts close to that organization um, feel like Pierce will will definitely be back with uh, with I, Las Vegas. We'll see. I, I mean, think he, sh- he probably should be. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> he's a motivator, man. Yeah, we're not talking a two- or three-game end of the year like, oh, well, they just sort of were. You, but, but how they were in all those games, and then you look at some of the young pieces, Amir White – um, you know, yes, probably Devontae Adams is going to go to the Jets, but what do you get in return? So yeah. if you – I've always said this, and, and, you know, Bob and I have talked about it too. You take – you get the right coach in place, and he appears to be that guy. You get – obviously you got to have a quarterback, but you get the GM and the coach and a GM that can make great selections you know lean on his uh his draft evaluators the scouts and get it right like actually get it right it's uh that's that's a recipe for not just success but like really really good success and and you know houston's point they just got a what appears to be a generational and talent quarterback uh, who's the last linebacker coach to be promoted to the raiders head coach john madden Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought, uh, sorry, Ed, so, I was connecting the hey, Raiders. I, I thought you were talking about up in uh, New England with no. uh, VFL. Good for him, Gerard Mayo. Hey, yeah, absolutely. Him. How about that? I still with hate him, him, but yeah. How but about that though? That's it, awesome. That was built into his contract, and uh, you know that that news came out. 
Uh, they did a really, I mean, you know, really great job of Kinda keeping that. Kind of saw that coming. They've yeah. been talking about that for the last couple of years, and I think we've talked about it on here a couple times at least. And and I'll say this about the Titans. Listen, it it does look bad when you're when Amy Adams comes out like three or four weeks ago and says, "Hey, look." This he's our coach, blah blah blah, all this, and then they come back. You know, I'm sure there was another meeting after that. Then they had the meeting the other day, and you know, I said it before the year. It, it, why would the Titans not go ahead and trade Derrick Henry and get? I, I really believe they could have gotten much better return two years ago. For well, sure. even coming into this season, that too. I, yeah, and and even looking at him to finish off the season, I'm like, look, put him. In Dallas, right now, I think Dallas has a legitimate shot at winning, maybe getting past San Francisco and winning a Super Bowl. They don't have a bell cow, a guy that can get tough yards. And if you look, the one one flaw in Dallas is on the road. Red zone, on the road, they're horrendous. They can drive it between the 20s. Now, at home, they can still average 37, 38 points, whatever it is. But you know and I know it. You're going to have to win on the road. You're going to have to go to San Francisco. Um, but he could have been a difference maker for a team like that. Um, you look at the Lions and how successful they were. They they wouldn't be where they're at if it was just Jameer Gibbs in the backfield. Yeah. They've got that David Montgomery down around the goal line, um, and that that's that's huge. Um, so with that being said, Vrabel, by all accounts, all the reports, Vrabel wanted to hang on to a lot of that talent. I mean, again, you 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 move D'Amico Altry, you move uh, Tannehill, you move. Uh, certainly Derrick Henry, I, I understand, and he sells a lot of jersey. That's still a lot of money coming in. People show up on Sundays for that. But Carthon, Rand Carthon, wanted to go ahead and flip this, and he saw what the, the, the rest of the division was doing. You had AR-15, you have, and they've got a, a, a young offensive uh, squad when you look down at Pittman and, and some of the guys. Um, and then you look at what Houston did. You look at what Jacksonville. Jacksonville clearly bombed out at the end of the season. Now there's doubts like, is, is Trevor Lawrence really the guy? Um, he's, he's you know, I don't know. He's almost kind of regressed. I know he had some injuries this year, but um, that's really odd, especially with a guy like Doug Peterson, who's yeah. really, really good with, with uh, offenses and quarterbacks. Uh, so, you know, we'll see moving forward, but I think that was clearly they uh, Carthon and Vrabel were not on the same page. And and oh, by the way, last time I checked, uh, when you've been there six years and then your GM has only been there one year, and he came in with a vision, and he's been like, "Hey, I'm I'm ready to get some draft capital because this is the first time Titans have had more than forty, fifty million in cap space. Imagine what they would have if they would have moved those guys. As it is right now, they're sitting with about eighty-two million in cap space, and he's ready to. He wants to shop and wants to be able to do some things his way and not the old school Belichick, you know, uh, Bob Kraft way of doing it. New era in football, but uh, that's that's an interesting situation where and where they pivot to and go for a uh, search for a coach. Yeah, we were. Another thing we were talking about earlier in the week was um, what's we know Carolina's the least attractive job. Um, oh, I that's mean, a, that's for, a mess. And then, yeah, I mean, they're they're completely screwed. But oh, 
the Titans got a there's there's you just talked about a lot of positive things that surround that opportunity, but nobody really knows about it because of the way this whole thing has gone down with Vrabel and yeah. Amy Adams Strunk. Yeah, and, Amy Amy likes to run that franchise into the ground. It yeah. seems like she's, yeah, she's making Mark Davis moves right now. Well, and that's the thing. It's just <laughs> I'd say it right but. now to me that seems to be like maybe the second least appealing job, and it's because of that. And it shouldn't yeah. be. It's, there's a lot more opportunity. It shouldn't be in, mentioned in the same breath as the Carolina job. Yeah. So, um, you know, also conversely, if you go to the top of it, you know, there, there's all this chatter that Belichick, uh, there's interest from. I've heard, at, I've heard that a lot lately. At least, yeah, at least Washington and Atlanta. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just, I don't, I think the Washington <laughs> opportunity is pretty interesting just mm-hmm. because they have new ownership. They seem to really be committed yes. to undoing all the crap that they mm-hmm. endured for so long yeah um and i think they do have some talent they got to figure out quarterback i don't think sam howell's the answer but they've no. got they got they've got some good receivers they've yeah. got some decent running backs they did purge their defense this year which was a little odd to me because they had a pretty solid d mm-hmm. um but i still think that that may be I, I mean you could argue the la job's the best because you have a you know franchise quarterback but um I, I think Washington will pay what they've got to pay to make that team competitive, and their fan base is so like committed. They've they, they've like again endured a lot of crap. I'd love to see them get back and be, you know, a factor again. Yeah, yeah. And Washington, if I'm not mistaken, did they not just make a uh, a big hire in uh, in their their operations and GM the 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 guy he's had multiple success in NBA yeah Bob Myers uh, yeah, yeah they yeah. they brought him in I like a lot of people real well respected in in all industries I, I think he's brought in as a consultant yeah. but um but it's really interesting and uh, I was wondering is that a byproduct of you know Magic Johnson has some stake in this thing yes. now yeah, and I wonder if he actually uh, weighed in. It would be one of the first intelligent things I've heard him do. Yeah. I shouldn't say that. That guy's a billionaire. Uh, yeah, um, but uh, but yeah, that would, no. I think that was an interesting hire, but a good one. I think Bob mm-hmm. Myers is a, is a really bright guy. Yeah, yeah, I uh, I agree totally. Um, uh, before we do get a, a break, I um, uh, we were, we were talking on that a little bit and. Um, with with regards to some of the NFL, um, so the the biggest thing that I see is with this whole movement, and you know now you know if New England had they knew all along Mayo was the guy. He has that defense toughness. Uh, from all indications, I mean everybody kind of says for last few years like hey this this guy and D'Amico Ryan's were 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 kind of same you know same mold from the same mold but they I, I wonder with them you know is it hey we uh we're sitting number three in the pit in the draft where they would go um I you know as talented as a guy like Marvin Harrison Jr. is and they need playmakers they realize hey we we've got to go find that quarterback and if if they can get their hands on a guy like that, um, I, I look at um, before we do go get into the break, and we'll we'll, we'll take your calls five four six eighty two hundred. My my thing on this whole Bama, we touched on the Jimmy Sexton and all that. Um, it, it's it's every every year we seem like that. We seem one of the dominant one of the pieces fall. And then it's like, oh, they all just get like literally. I was talking to someone really close to that. Their family has has been close, and 
uh, to the Florida State stuff, and they said that Norvell isn't going anywhere. He said literally, like their people are already talking to him about, you know, hey, this is what we're and his his recruiting class is strong. Uh, now, of course, they're trying to go after them. I mean, how hypocritical, too, of the NCAA. Can we just, like, literally shut them down, just tell them to get the hell out of our I think football our business. can probably find a way to govern itself. Yeah, because be told. I, I, I agree. I agree. Um, but we can uh, – we, we're ready to take – we'll get a break. Um, we'll come back with more. Again, I mentioned earlier, Fleet Tire, 111 East Woodland Avenue, all your tire needs, and uh, they'll take great care of you. Easy – to find right there off of Woodland. If you're at 640, you can get to it from north, south, uh, east Knoxville, west Knoxville. Really, really convenient. Um, Woodland a- Avenue, you go uh, east from there. Uh, you get off the interstate, and it's very first red light. It sits there on the left. Great folks over there, Jerry and the crew at Fleet Tire will take great care of you. Hey, you know what? I, I hope you took our advice weeks ago and a while back and got, got those tires because – Guess what? You know, little little uh, little winter weather coming this way, and it, it sounds like it you know could be a big deal there. So I know Aaron, you're talking about some bread, milk, and beer after the show. You're gonna go see you know if the it. shelves haven't been cleaned <laughs> up. So uh, anywho, we'll get a break. We'll come back with more neutral zone. Bob Baskerville, clone, and Aaron Burkoats in here, and we will catch you on the other side. Ever been the coach who realized the team's gear just wasn't up to par? Well, if I'm being honest, that was me. Just a downright irresponsible and plain bad coach. Then, SM Athletics changed the game. I want you to picture this. I walk into their store, a coach with a vision. SM Athletics didn't just see a coach. They saw a team's potential. And they delivered custom uniforms so striking. Our team's spirit soared. From cutting-edge apparel to top-notch equipment, SM Athletics transformed our presence. No more unreliable online orders or envying the other team's style. SM Athletics stands for quality, design, and on-time delivery every time. Coaches, elevate your team with SM Athletics. Call 865 966-3434 or visit smathletics.com. Get the best for your team. Delivered right and on time. So, elevate your team's game by contacting SM Athletics today. At Knoxville Smiles, we're bringing the future of modern dental care to East Tennessee today. All of the scraping and polishing with the gritty stuff, that will soon be ancient history. At Knoxville Smiles, the future is here now with guided biofilm therapy. Using a gentle erythritol powder mixed with air and warm water, our hygienists can clean your teeth better than ever without all the poking and scraping. Visit KnoxvilleSmiles.com to find out more or just call us at 865-539-1776. When it's past high noon, it's time for a vodka soda made with a vodka you've actually heard of. I'm talking White Claw vodka soda made with White Claw premium vodka. J.B. Smooth only drinks vodka soda made with the world's smoothest vodka. And you can too. Pick you up a bottle of the triple wave filtered vodka that's been distilled five times. White Claw Premium Vodka comes in four flavors. Black cherry, mango, pineapple, and just vodka. You haven't had vodka like this. No one has. White Claw Premium Vodka. Please drink response. Are you ready to elevate your driving experience? Then you need to head over to your hometown dealership, Parkside Kia, home of the lifetime warranty. Discover the latest Kia cars and SUVs where technology meets style. Our friendly staff is here to make your car buying experience a breeze. Don't wait. Visit Parkside Kia today and drive home in the Kia of your dreams. Check them out online at parksidekia.com and visit their showroom at 9929 Parkside Drive. 
Parks IKEA, where your journey begins. Hey, one thing that uh, we were talking about with Jimmy Sexton and him uh, printing money, um, the one thing I didn't get to say before we went to the break is, how do you think Mike Loxley ended up in the in the conversation <laughs> for that Bama job? I mean, oh, um, I, I really think some of this is they reposition guys, clients to go and renegotiate their deals, you know? I mean, wouldn't be surprised if we see Loxley gets an extension. <laughs> I mean, at Maryland, you know, he's won, he's had winning records there, and they go to bowl games not necessarily meaningful bowl games but that's all they care about there you know i mean right that's a successful run so again uh he's a jimmy sexton guy i believe and that's uh just another example of uh rich getting richer you know? yeah no question hey you know uh, the one thing when you're when you're working with uh people and uh you got a sidekick and in this case i've got you know both i got two really good guys in here and sometimes you know we have four of us in here yeah uh but but always the three amigos right here uh as long as you guys uh you know if if if, if i have like a uh you know a little slip and say and we're talking about a team you know riding uh riding the d you're always all gonna pick us up and say fence <laughs> fence fence maurice jones drew you, oh, you. Man. <laughs> yes, yeah. so we gotta we gotta have each other's back oh, here Lord. uh again neutral man, zone that's, welcome that's back up in there yeah. with uh, chris fowler's like oh. comment a couple oh, my weeks God. ago and I, I hey i've never liked joey galloway but in that moment oh, yeah. that dude losing that was, his mind was one of the funniest it, things i've ever it, seen it was and 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 maurice jones drew i mean <laughs> You know, and poor old Chris Rose, you know, he's just like, you know, I mean, that is going to be, you know, the, oh, the, it's gonna be the, the memes the off ages. of it. And every, yeah, yeah. Uh, welcome back in. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. 546-8200. Uh, we put an APB out for Titans Bill and his, uh, you know, where, where will they go? I don't think he wants that? to talk to me. Well, I wondered if you guys really, you know, I have to go back and review the tape, which, you know, by the way, all of, you know, pretty much everything here. Listen, uh, we have I, years. I we, have, we have. I get into it with TB like Phil and gets into it with TB sometimes. <laughs> I'm no Titans fan. I, I have no <laughs> right. love lost for anything right. stupid that they do. Yeah. Just let it happen. Yeah. Yeah, so we love you, Titans, Bill. I just can't stand. Yeah, that. I, just I mean, can't stand that Nashville dump. Yeah, <laughs> well, don't use that word now. Don't <laughs> use that word. Um, but um, anyways, um, so yeah, so Bob, you you started uh, you, when we were talking a little bit ago, uh, like looking at UT. Let's 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 go back to uh, before we get into the NFL with UT basketball. Um, do you see, and I wanted to bounce this off, do you see anyone, uh, and, and, and Ganey specifically, because I, I watched him, I had really good seats, I was very fortunate to watch him play Illinois here, um, 
a good quality win. Illinois had all their players then. Now it's a little different story when they lose one of their star players. But Ganey make knocked down a couple of big shots in that game, and I'm like, I know it was just two shots, but it it sort of helped Tennessee kind of get on that little run. All of a sudden, he catches it, and then the defense is like, "Oh, man, we got to we got to react to him. He can pop and shoot." Oh, by the way, he gets it, you know, and uh, they overplay him. He gets it into uh, into Adu, and and I, I I looked at my son and I said, just the fact that he knocked down a shot or two right there, they recognized it, and it opened, uh, you know, opened the uh, a clear path with Adu having his guy sealed in the bucket, you know, to the basket and an easy lay in. So, can he get it back? A B, do you think anyone else that you see that maybe isn't getting the minutes right now could contribute and help? Because we're going to have to have some outside shooting um, I if think, we're going to go far. Yeah, I, I, I feel that Ganey is clearly in his head, his own head now, and it's not just shooting, too. He looks – he's um, he's a bit of a – a scary proposition just handling the ball right now. He reminds me of these like rec league kids I used to coach when <laughs> they were younger where yeah. they get the ball and they kind of freeze up and they don't know what to do, you know, and it's like I, I'm seeing a version of that all of a sudden and it 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 breaks my heart because the way the season started for him was so impressive. Um you know, I think I heard on voluntary reaction yesterday from Davey Hudson that if you took the season averages right now of Santi and Ganey, Ganey's per game average of points is still higher than Santi's. And that's based yeah. on a body of work that happened in the first month of the season. Yeah. It's surely not based on anything that's happened in the last three to four weeks. He's um he's vanished. So I don't know. I don't know if he can get through that. I used to be of the mind that the best way to get a for a shooter to get out of a slump is you got to just let him keep shooting. But man, yeah. there's I don't see any end in sight right now. And I mean, that's um, what we did with ZZ, I think. Yeah, yeah, and and because he was he's been so spotty in points, but the last two games he's yeah, I agree. He's lighting it up, and it's because Rick just said go ahead and do it. Yeah, and I, I am encouraged that the last couple of games, Mississippi State and Georgia, that DeLeon is back on the court. It's only for a few minutes at a time, but it, you can tell that I think Barnes is trying to give him the opportunity to get out there because he knows it, too. He needs him. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah um, he's, I mean, he's a hell of a player, man. He is. He's, he's got to be out there at points. And he's not hes not the shooter that you're asking for, Clone, but he's a he's more of a slasher and can take it to mm-hmm. the hole. And um, So I'm hopeful that we're going to continue to see more minutes from him, more than four a game. We need probably, God, if we could get him up to you know nine to ten minutes a game, lessen the load a little bit on Zakai. I know that's a hot topic. Um, but the dude, you know, imagine if he's not out there right now. Yeah. We gotta have him. So, Got to. Um so anyway, yeah, that's 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 the one I want to continue to see more playing time for is Freddie. Um and who knows what's going on with uh, Cameron Carr too. That's I mean we're, we're still we're struggling to get anything of a backup point guard. I mean Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. He's not uh, wrong. Yeah. Uh, so the landscape of the SEC, Bruce has obviously got it going at Auburn. Uh, Kentucky is clearly a top 15, top 20 level, even though they lost this league. uh, Is this the best that we've seen it in that I can think of now that Alabama team, you know, they obviously had some gunners and, um, you know, especially with Miller, but, um, uh, last year, but that some of these teams that I've seen, 
already and playing very good teams out of conference and holding their own, uh, if not winning, against some good competition. I, this this may be the strongest the SEC. Now, it'll certainly, if Tennessee can play at that, you know, two-seed level, three-seed level at the worst, uh, I think Auburn's going to be there. I think by three the seed's honestly a disappointment for this team. Oh, I – I, I I do too. I do too. Oh, man. Uh, the little things like this, though, but maybe you gotta, you gotta watch the freaking turnovers, man. Yeah, that's gonna kill you in March. Yeah. Oh, it will. It will. Um, I came into the season believing the SEC was not going to be very good. I felt like it was going to be very top heavy with you know three or four teams: Tennessee, Kentucky, Auburn, and Alabama was what I thought. And you know, there was a lot of chatter about Texas A and M being really good. Um, I was wrong, uh, and what I mean by that is there's still, I think, an upper tier, but the the middle of the conference, we just saw it this week. Mississippi State's a great example. I mean, they're they're kind of middle of the conference, but that's an NCAA tournament team. That's a Ken Palm team that's in the top 30. Mm-hmm. Um, they beat Tennessee. They they hung with Alabama till the last 30 seconds last night. They you know easily could have won. Um, you know, Tolu Smith is. Probably, I would say, maybe the best big man in the conference. Um, and so I, I think that that's just one example. And we saw what Tennessee had to go through yesterday with Georgia. They're vastly improved. Um, Texas A&M, they're, they're a good team. They, they've been a bit of a disappointment this season so far. But yesterday, I think we saw what they really are capable of, right. particularly when they're at home. So, yeah, I think any team – any team short of Vanderbilt right now, mm-hmm. oh, it's yeah. not a guaranteed win. I mean, it's it, it's it's going to be a, it's going to be a tough game all the way through. LSU maybe has been doing it with some smoke and mirrors, and they got smoked last night by uh, by Auburn. But um, it's the conference is very very tough. Is it the best conference year ever for the SEC? I don't know. That'd be tough to measure, but yeah. but it's it's strong. I mean, I would say right now. It's probably behind only the Big Twelve in terms of how good the conference play is, top to bottom. Yeah, but you and I talked about it last week. I mean, there's 11 teams probably in the conference right now that you could lose to any given night. Absolutely. Oh yeah. So, especially on the road, man. Like I yeah. said, you go in those six to eight minute stretches. I mean, again, I if you look at the final numbers, especially, you know, by the first media timeout of the second half which you always like to see your team respond coming out of that. It's kind of like, you know, in football, you want to see your first drive at least get points, be successful, not be a three and out, um, you know, coming out of half. But uh, I look at that and, uh, you know, it's just, I don't know, man. They, I'm, I'm looking at the turnovers. I'm looking at the shooting, you know, as long as you and I'll say this, there were stretches last year where Barnes's team, where they suffocated teams, and maybe we went four to six minutes without, you know, in those scoring droughts. But it was like your defense was always kept you in it, and you know, but you'd like to see, hey, a run out, a you know, a steal, push the tempo a little bit. I thought they actually, their their little half court, uh, two thirds court pressure a little bit and letting ZZ, as long as he's not in foul trouble, let him just kind of be a, a pest. I think it really kind of threw them off. I, I noticed with Georgia, they, it gets their point guard a little out of sync and it gets the ball out of his hands and, and they didn't feel comfortable setting up their offensive sets 
without him having the ball. Yeah. So it's little things like that that will you know that will help you. And uh, I, again, I think this team will be fine if we can get that that one extra score. And 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 honestly, when I say score, even if it's ve- uh, Vescovy just knocking down a few shots. Yeah, I agree. Last thing before we hit a break, did you guys see? Um... Kevin Durant tweeting oh, about yeah. Connect. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. He yeah, has yeah. been the last couple nights. Yeah. Or last couple games. Yeah. And Barnes is now actually drawing the comparisons. Like, you know, best player I probably had since Kevin. You know. Yeah. And, I hey, mean, I'd say he's yeah. probably right. Yeah. Yeah. I I'll, I'll add one little piece to that. Uh, so uh, my son saw. You know, he's he's a big Miami Heat fan, and you know, of course, they re-signed Spolstra, who's a really good coach, and I think he gets a lot out of players uh certainly jimmy butler is kind of one of those clutch guys that just has that gene but what they're getting out of like i mean he was talking about like you know they drafted the kid out of uh uh the jj oh uh, yeah hawkes yeah, yeah i mean my goodness man he's looked he's looked he's great <laughs> he's looked really good but they were talking about and he said like some scouting and uh they said that this connect guy is he'd be stunned if he if he goes any any further than 20 in this draft yeah. that like they look at his where he's at and his ability and he's still growing too i mean he's getting bigger yeah. uh anyways more neutral zone coming up right after this we're gonna dive in we hey we got two nfl games the, th- the third one the bills game of course gets pushed back uh we'll we'll touch on that but uh two big games today and uh we'll break it down right after this neutral zone come on back are you in need of a smile makeover Hi, I'm Dr. Michael Costa at Knoxville Smiles, and if you're ready to improve your smile, replace teeth that are missing, make your dentures tighter, add implants to your mouth, whatever you may need, we're here to discuss a wide range of easy, pain-free cosmetic and restorative procedures that can create a glowing, radiant smile that you've always dreamed of. Don't wait any longer. The time is now. Call us today at Knoxville Smiles and schedule your appointment at 865-539-1776 or go online to KnoxvilleSmiles.com. Rogers Utility Solutions, a division of Rogers Hydrant Service is a family-run Tennessee-based business since 2015. Now serving municipalities and residences in 14 states, Rogers offers fire hydrant flow testing, distribution flushing, and maintenance programs in accordance with ISO standards. Rogers also offers hydrant repair and installation, and they have the capability of repairing hydrants under pressure. For more information on Rogers' new sewer maintenance program, complete with mapping, cleaning, and camera inspecting, visit RogersHydrantService.com. I'm Smokey Bear, and I made an assistant to help you out because only you can prevent wildfires. Hey, Assistant Smokey Bear, call me Papa Bear because I'm grilling up dinner. <laughs> do you get it? Yes, good job. So, what should I do with all these coals? Don't just toss them out. Put them in a metal container because those embers can start a wildfire. I understand. The stakes are high. Ha, 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 ha. Learn more at SmokeyBear.com. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ag Council. It's time for the North Knox Siding and Windows High School Basketball Player of the Week. Brought to you by North Knox Siding and Windows. Call 865-689-0505 or visit them online at northknoxsidingandwindows.com. This week's North Knox Siding and Windows High School Basketball Player of the Week is Halls High School's Jake Lane. Lane led Halls to a 63-53 win over Carter last Friday. The senior guard had 29 points and six steals to lead the Red Devils over the Hornets. Halls High School's Jake Lane, this week's North Knox Siding and Windows High School Basketball Player of the Week. 
North Knox Siding and Windows, locally owned and operated. They can handle all of your siding, window, gutter, and roofing needs. Call 865-689-0505 for a free estimate or go online at northknocksidingandwindows.com. Are you ready to elevate your driving experience? Then you need to head over to your hometown dealership, Parkside Kia, home of the lifetime warranty. Discover the latest Kia cars and SUVs where technology meets style. Our friendly staff is here to make your car buying experience a breeze. Don't wait. Visit Parkside Kia today and drive home in the Kia of your dreams. Check them out online at parksidekia.com and visit their showroom at 9929 Parkside Drive. Parkside Kia, where your journey begins. You're listening to FM 105.7 and AM 1340, WKGN Knoxville and W289CU Knoxville. Fan Run Radio. Welcome in second hour here in Neutral Zone. Bob Baskerville, the Cologne, right here, and Aaron Burkholz breaking it down, talking, you know, SEC, UT. Uh, you know, we didn't touch much on it earlier, but, uh, you know, there's uh, – I, I do want to drop something, or I, I want to drop a little bit of knowledge, clear up something. I know there's a very popular UT account. Um, you might even say it might be a parody account. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> that was stating the uh, the big offensive lineman transfer portal kid uh, from uh, LSU. Um, I can uh, I can assure you that uh, the hold up or the hang up they were they were saying that uh, that uh, the the one hold up is that it was a graphics. Uh, you know, he needed needed something in <laughs> graphics and all that. You know that that that's the day and age we're in now, where kids, you know, hey, this is what I want my graphic to look all that. Well, okay, so you know, I I can tell you from knowing someone who has had lots of experience in doing that um, at that level, uh, that's absolutely bogus. Uh, that report. So uh, yeah, but we're uh, looking pretty good at we we land, are looking pretty good. Him. Oh, no question. On, on, no on question. three think he's coming. Yeah, so. I can promise you unless Heupel fired every single one of them over there. And uh, last time I checked, there's there's been graphic stuff coming out through the UT football program. They have a really, really good, strong graphics program, as do most big college, you know, sports teams. Uh, if that's how that was, you know, you, you really buy that, um, you know. You a dummy. Yeah, you you're dumb. <laughs> um, then you know you uh, you. I've got some you know that, definitely uh, some beachfront property. Is that old Richard G out there that off a that No, no, no. Oh, it it wasn't. Um, but it was you know. Hey, this I'm I'm told you know blah blah blah. You know I'm paraphrasing. You know this this whole deal with uh with with the kid is 
the only hang up hold up right now is just uh, for a graphics uh, something dealing with a graphics that he requests. Hey, listen, if a coach calls the graphics department, and believe me, based on who when I talk to them, oh yeah, they, uh, yeah, you're, you're, you're 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 on it. You're 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 coming into work, uh, even if it's a Sunday evening or whatever. Two o'clock some, in the morning. You're, somebody's you're, coming in and getting that graphics out there. there the yeah, that, that believe me, that's oh, yeah. that's not the holdup. So I'm not I'm not <laughs> carrying water for UT in this whole deal and the graphics. But I saw that and I've seen some people still you know commenting and. <laughs> Like oh my god man they not have a graphics department no that uh, believe me there's more do. than that it might be some uh, you know the bean counters like counting every you know how much <laughs> how much money can we do we have in the nil funds uh, uh, so anyways uh, five four six eighty two hundred if uh, if you want to jump in we'll, I was just about to say throw that on out there. yeah five four I six hear, I want to hear Titans Bill call in five four five four six eighty two hundred. Yeah, so two NFL games today, um, and I, yeah, I mean, I need a few prop darts there. Oh, I yeah, you know, I'm I'm gonna try to get us. You know, we've 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 shown a positive every week, but those weeks where we were five and one and four and one, those have kind of dried up lately. So my apologies, but yes, we will uh, definitely. Uh, I do have some, and I'm gonna give those out uh, here uh, towards the end of the show. But uh, I will say, I'll go ahead and say right now. One one bet that I absolutely like, um, I like a lot. I like the Rams to go into Detroit and win. I just think uh, Kyron Williams, Cooper Cup, the uh, the Puka Nakua find was was just pure Beautiful. gold for them. Man, man, he nailed it for me in fantasy. This oh, year. he was a he, he was up, a winner. He was a league winner him up type about, guy. Uh, week three, yeah, I think he was still available, and I grabbed him. I, I ended up I ended up finishing third. Yeah, uh, because the week before the championship week, Brock Purdy threw four picks. So yeah. I lost by ten. But if I had been in the championship, I would have beat both teams by about forty points. Oh yeah, I, I think so. I think it's tough plays that I definitely like. Uh, and I did see this earlier, I believe on FanDuel. If you take the Rams, not not the plus three and a half, which I think that's that's literally, man. That's that's tempting to me. I'm going to do one with Rams money line. If you put that with the Packers money line, now look, I think Dallas wins that game. As far as like the side and all that, if I had to play one play in that Packers Dallas, it's probably Dallas team total over thirty and a half. They are they're averaging all, like thirty eight. Now Green Bay's defense has played a little better, but I think that game we see a we see an over. It's kind of like um, you know yesterday looking at the. I wasn't as confident in, you know, I thought, okay, 44 seems really light in that game. But, man, Texans games are yeah. – that offense is just churning points. And nobody expected that, you know, that kind of volume um, on the scoreboard. But certainly, uh, I thought both teams yesterday would get into the mid to high 20s, maybe a 30 to 24 type game. I honestly thought the the Browns would win. So, I, I was off there. But I think that uh, – the I think both – Games today, uh, and if you're in a fantasy football playoff challenge for the you know for the playoff contest or whatever, these are you want guys in these in both of these games. The weather's fine, obviously indoors. Um, so with that being said, we will get to more of those. Um, but uh, 
as far as anything like with UT, anything else you've heard in the recruiting, uh, the, 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 the freshman All-American from Temple, the cornerback, I'm hearing is a, is a player as well. Uh, the Oregon State kid, you're, you're basically bringing two guys in with two years eligibility. I saw him play. I watched Oregon State a lot this yeah. year. They were fun to watch. I've seen that yeah. cat play, and he yeah. – I've heard he's he knows like, how to position for the ball really yeah. well, and he's very, very. They they say he's very physical in yep. the line of scrimmage. Mm-hmm. So, so for those that say, "Oh, well, wait a minute," you know, they they play soft and they're not as physical in the in the you know the Big Twelve. He looks like a he looks like a player that can come right into yeah. the SEC and help you right away. Um, and then, of course, you got the whole you know some players are going to be leaving Alabama. We talked about this with, uh, you know, just looking at, at uh, you know, I, I think under, uh, you know, the new coach there in uh, Tuscaloosa and Milrow, I think he's going to be, you know, phenomenal for him. And his development last year was already, you know, speaks volumes about his talent and the work he's put in. But now you give him that and in that kind of offensive system, just got to hope you hang on to your defensive players and your recruits if you're Alabama. I personally hope they all leave. Yeah. <laughs> it was nice yeah. to see Tennessee get a, yeah, a transfer. Yeah. Is, uh, yeah. Miles Kitzelman. Yep. The word on him is a, is a, it's kind of now you have a variation of tight ends with, you know, Stays and mm-hmm. uh, Ethan Davis and now this guy who's predominantly blocking tight end. Right. Um, that's uh yeah and and it was fun to see on social media already you know some of the Alabama fans were like oh so you have to go to the dark side and it's like well you know you weren't you weren't complaining when uh, Henry Toa Toa came to you guys <laughs> yeah right yeah um so right. uh yeah that's uh it is gonna be interesting to see I I mean we, we haven't really talked much about this but I think while we were exchanging texts back and forth on this when the DeBoer announcement came out. He is truly, out of all the coaches that could have been in this job, he's the one that concerns me the most. Oh, yeah. Um, That's, uh, I mean, other than Kirby Smart, and he was never going to be coming there yeah, anyway. No. So, no. Um, um, I, I think that that's a good one for Alabama. They, they're still going to regress a little next season for sure, but that still regression for them could be, you know, eight and four, nine and three. Mm-hmm. I mean, they could yeah. still be pretty, pretty damn good. Yeah, no yep. question. I, you know, I've, I texted it to you guys. I loved Kalen DeVore until Friday afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah, no question. I hate it, man. He seems but. to be just a generally good guy, too, you know, yeah. cooperative with the media so far. You know, I was about he's, to say, he's, he's, he's been good with the media. We'll see what Nick tells him to do because Nick's still going to have an office there in Tuscaloosa, I'm sure. Yeah. So. I will, t- I will say this. There was um, – uh, and you may have seen it. There was a video that came out, I think, Thursday night from uh, a- Alabama Athletics. And it's on social media. It's like four minutes long. Tom Rinaldi's the narrator on it. Um, and it's a tribute to Saban. And as much as you don't want to like Saban, and I'm one of them too, it, it is pretty impressive. I mean, the statistic that still stands with me that is the most unbelievable one is any kid who has played under Saban at Alabama that stayed for four years has won a national title. That's, <laughs> I mean, it's 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 what incre- a recruiting like a, a pitch. Yeah, you know, it's um, it's incredible. And I mean, I, again, I the only analogy I could draw to it that was similar 
because um, I don't think we'll see that, that kind of success again, not with the college football playoffs coming and the way they're kind of leveling the playing field, for better or worse, with NIL and the transfer portal and all this other stuff. This whole notion of, you know, eight, eight college football playoff appearances in a four-team format in the last 10 years or in the first 10 years of the format, yeah, that's unbelievable. And I, I always think back to when I was a kid and John Wooden – was so dominant in college basketball, you know, and we'll never see that. Never again see in, that again. Not in college basketball, and I don't think we'll see that in college football now. No, not, I, not that kind of domination. Nope. No, I mean, I, I still say that when you look at, and I was joking with some people watching the, really watching the semifinals, and I was like, you know, you go back and look at it. Really, Alabama did the rest of, rest of you know, college football, at least the teams that were in contention, really did everyone a favor by knocking Georgia out. Yep. I mean, I look, I, I, I think Georgia, certainly Alabama was better that day. They they obviously got a couple of questionable calls. Um, shocker. But, <laughs> I, man, I mean, I look at it, and you know, Michigan clearly, they're, they're linebackers. I was so impressed in how they were able to catch the speed and being able yeah. to run Milrow down. I didn't see that all year in the SEC. When he got out of the pocket, man, it was just like, so give Michigan credit there. Maybe they just knew all the signs, the plays, whatever. No, but um, no, there's no way. <laughs> but I'm telling you, man, I, I look, I, I think, you know, Georgia matches up with trying to stop Corum and that running game. But, man, the way Michigan, the, some of those design runs that, that uh, Harbaugh put together and, and having a, a, a left guard, you know, pull and come in and then looking like they're going to go this way and then all of a sudden a uh, tight end literally comes behind and I mean it just confuses the defense and then they misdirection run it one cut by Corm and he's got well even the backup uh the uh the, had the two first scores he had a little bit more you know more of a gear than uh than Corm did but they man just the way they went after it. and I and I thought looking at the way they would defend Penix is Penix is great like any other quarterback when he's clean pocket and everything he's got those nfl and and they didn't just look like they didn't want to be there and they've got two guys that are projected to be first day draftees including a first round uh right no yeah right tackle that was the Uh, guy that was jumping all night too yep so they weren't you know what they just weren't used to that um again if you want to jump in we'd love to hear from you five four six eighty two hundred um i I will tell you a reminder uh get over in vol market number three see the guys over there and um aaron i know it's been a while it's been a been a little while since i've been over there it's been Uh, a hot minute since i've since i've but definitely on over there yeah but uh, i tell you a little hidden gem there you go over there early in the day and uh, the bacon and everything's over there sizzling and uh on the grill and you can get uh blt with egg you can get it however uh but uh Great little place right there uh, off of Western Avenue, Vault Market number three. Shout out to them. Um, what else, as far as today, um, with these games, do you see anything anything that would lead you to believe Dallas just blows this open and wins big? Or do you think this line is about where it's at? Bob Baskerville. I think um, I've been maybe – Maybe it's a foolish call, but I've been touting that, you know, Green Bay's playing well. They are. And I just – maybe it's just my lack of trust for Dallas in the postseason. I, I, 
I think Dallas wins. I just don't think it's a blowout. I actually think uh, you you talked about it too. I think I'd take the over. I think it could be a yeah. bit of a shootout. Um, but yeah, I, I just it's it's hard for me to believe that Dallas is going to run anybody off the field. Maybe they'll prove me wrong today, but yeah, because um, you know, Green Bay's what they're like fourth youngest team in the league or something. I mean, yeah, pretty pretty inexperienced. When they it comes are to playoff football, but. Um, and then I think tonight's game stands to be the most entertaining of them all. I mean, oh, I'm very excited absolutely. about that game. Um, and again, another one where I'd take the over. I don't think the defenses are going to be able to hold either I don't one either. of each other's offenses. So um, I'm looking forward to these games. I am not looking forward to the games tomorrow. I was not going to be looking forward to that Pittsburgh-Buffalo game. No, I wouldn't either. To watch the fascination of how bad the weather is. Yeah. But now, and I, and I mean, the game I was positively disinterested in was tomorrow night's game with Philadelphia and oh. Tampa Bay. But I got to tell you, man, Philadelphia, all of a sudden, that's that's kind, I was, I kind was of a must-win game for uh, Nick Sirianni. I was the yeah. opposite way. I, I'm excited for the game tomorrow night because I think the Bucks could find a way to oh, I think knock they can. them totally absolutely. out. I, uh, I absolutely agree. Hey, little uh, – Little uh, nugget here. I'm going to throw at Bob. He's our our resident uh, Indianapolis uh, guy here. Did you know? Of course, you already knew the NBA All Star Game next month. Did you see what uh, the airport has a full court basketball court set up in it? That is really cool. Yeah, somebody just sent me that. That that looks very cool. That does. That's pretty neat. I think they cleared out. I think I know the area. It's like around – they have this enormous atrium in the middle of the airport where there's yeah. like food courts and all this other stuff. But they, if they did a little bit of work, which it looks like they did, they could put that in there. That's that's pretty awesome. Yeah. I There's part of me that wants to go up to see that All-Star game. But first of all, the tickets are going to be through the roof. Yeah. And second of all, um, I don't know. I'm not quite the target market to be attending well, that game i mean i mean you know i could see you it's a different day yeah i mean i could see you up there with uh i mean obviously you'll you'll have a lot of uh you know a lot of your connections in the rap and r&b <laughs> yeah. uh you know industry uh maybe you'd run into pitbull <laughs> speak up there <laughs> yeah now, this is a good this is about as good a segue as we will have because we're talking nba but there's a former NBA uh, player who's coaching in the SEC right now, and things are not going well for Jerry Stackhouse. I don't not know if you saw Oh, that. my goodness. <laughs> no. Did you man. see his quote last oh, night? So no, read it, it to beautiful. us. After Ole Miss, after the loss, he wrote, well, that's the best team money can buy. That's where they are, and that's how they approached it. They got it done. It's about adding experience. You go into the portal and add juniors and seniors. We don't add juniors and seniors at Vanderbilt. They just – they don't transfer to us so well, that sucks buddy yeah he's i mean made, he, guess so, you don't understand how the world works anymore. yeah i mean it's um if you think back to last season well you know first of all they beat tennessee in nashville mm-hmm. yep. um the julian phillips yeah passed up dunk game but um they there was a moment last year i mean they they wanted they won a game or two in the sec tournament i mean he actually had them playing well and I was like, okay, maybe Stacks figured it out, but you look at this season and clearly not. I mean, they're they are they're they're again. We were talking earlier about the the toughness of the SEC conference for basketball, and we said it. Everybody short of uh, Vanderbilt is is not a guaranteed loss. Vanderbilt is kind of a guaranteed loss at this point. It's, yeah, it's uh, it's it's a bad situation, and it makes you wonder how long Stack will be there. Um, whether he chooses to leave or not, I don't know. 
Yeah, we might need to take a. Uh, we might need to do a uh, a little. Uh, oh, I don't know, a little road trip to the to the Nashville, and it's it's coming up here. Maybe we maybe we take a neutral zone road trip over there. And you want to sit and, in another Nashville toilet? Uh, <laughs> well, no, I'm saying we go over there, then we you know then we go down to you know hit hit the honky tonks uh, oh. and. Uh, <laughs> oh. Uh, hey, clone, maybe about some fried chi- some of that good uh, Nashville hot chicken. Maybe about seven or eight years ago, I yeah. think about it. Exactly, right, that's, right, right. That's, right. that's, that's right. Uh, it's really funny because I, I had a friend that uh, went and went down and you know went to all the cool places. There's a ton of you know places, but you know down there, depending on what you're. You know, if that's your cup of tea. But it, he said, man, he, I just, he goes, once you get inside some of the establishments, they're not bad. He goes, but the whole, like, walking up to Wait, it. Waiting it's, outside. For the an woo hour, crowd. Yeah. Literally oh, yeah. the woo crowd. Yeah. All the young women that are, like, on the, you know, the bike, the large bikes that they pedal and they're on there, like, drinking, you know, moonshine and, you know, woo. Yeah, <laughs> Pinot Pino Grigio. Yeah, Pinot Grigio. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Hey, speaking of, though, now I, I will say I'm already looking. <laughs> into this uh next month or this next month coming up seventh and eighth back-to-back shows at uh the tennessee theater mr dwight yoke yeah man i've been so, i've been hounding uh, on those tickets i've been okay trying, trying to find a pair that aren't outrageous yeah well there's still some available i did locate some yesterday i'll tell you about those um so uh definitely i, I saw him I've, at brushy mountain I've last seen him year once. but uh um, he, yeah. he opened for Eric He's, church man and yeah it was, it was oh, awesome oh i bet i bet um bob you had something oh okay um we'll get a break and uh we'll come back with a little bit more in the nfl anything you'd want to talk about we'd love to hear from you five four six eighty two hundred five four six eighty two hundred and uh again ball market number three fueling this uh, segment so get by there and check them out for some hot dogs whatever on the grill they'll take good care of you storm and norman's iced tea always good way to wash it down we'll come back with more neutral zone right after this ever been the coach who realized the team's gear just wasn't up to par well if i'm being honest that was me just a downright irresponsible and plain bad coach then sm athletics changed the game i want you to picture this i walk into their store a coach with a vision. SM Athletics didn't just see a coach. They saw a team's potential. And they delivered custom uniforms so striking. Our team's spirit soared. From cutting edge apparel to top-notch equipment, SM Athletics transformed our presence. No more unreliable online orders or envying the other team's style. SM Athletics stands for quality, design, and on-time delivery every time. Coaches, elevate your team with SM Athletics. Call 865. 966-3434 or visit smathletics.com. Get the best for your team. Delivered right and on time. So, elevate your team's game by contacting SM Athletics today. It's time for the North Knox Siding and Windows High School Basketball Player of the Week. Brought to you by North Knox Siding and Windows. Call 865-689-0505 or visit them online at northknoxsidingandwindows.com. This week's North Knox Siding and Windows High School Basketball Player of the Week is Halls High School's Jake Lane. Lane led Halls to a 63-53 win over Carter last Friday. The senior guard had 29 points and 6 steals to lead the Red Devils over the Hornets. Halls High School's Jake Lane, this week's North Knox Siding and Windows High School Basketball Player of the Week. 
North Knox Siding and Windows, locally owned and operated. They can handle all of your siding, window, gutter, and roofing needs. Call 865-689-0505 for a free estimate or go online at northknocksidingandwindows.com. Are you ready to elevate your driving experience? Then you need to head over to your hometown dealership, Parkside Kia, home of the lifetime warranty. Discover the latest Kia cars and SUVs where technology meets style. Our friendly staff is here to make your car buying experience a breeze. Don't wait. Visit Parkside Kia today and drive home in the Kia of your dreams. Check them out online at parksidekia.com and visit their showroom at 9929 Parkside Drive. Parkside Kia, where your journey begins. A brand built in Tennessee and born from the love of the game. Inward Half revolutionizes golfing comfort. Crafted by a former pro and dedicated enthusiast just like you, our luxury performance wear guarantees you stay cool and comfortable through every swing and every day. We're not just a brand. We've set out to create a lifestyle for those who understand that impeccable style and premium performance are a hole-in-one. Enjoy the walk-in with Inward Half. Whiskey bottles. I am going to need a car. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, I'm going to let this one breathe a minute. Yeah, let it breathe. Well, I do. I think Tennessee's set up at quarterback in the next few years. <laughs> if he can put some weight on, man. That's all he needs. He needs a little bit of meat. Oh, my goodness. Seeing the, some of the pictures of uh, videos, clips of current view of downtown Buffalo. Looks like a great day to not have football. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's funny, though. Then you get, you know, you obviously you get people being, like, super sensitive and, and saying, and then critical of uh, the mayor up there and saying, well, look, you didn't, you know, when you were requesting taxpayer money to pay, as any, you know, city that, builds a stadium they want as much taxpayer money to go towards it as possible um well owner of the team you know certainly and then the 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 mayor then has to kind of say well you know this is only so much is in our budget but when they look at that and they say uh in one one eye you're looking at going okay well uh, they want you know when they started discussing the new stadium they're talking about uh, we want it to be, you know, we're all about the climate and playing in the weather. It's football. We don't need a roof over the – and then you get this, and then so then you kind of – you go a different direction. But this is – listen, that – when you look at that and you're talking a whole year uh, – you know, a whole, uh, what, foot of snow in like eight yeah, hours, and then yeah, the winds are 60 miles an hour, that's a whole different deal. Then you get – issues with safety with tv networks well, getting there and reporters yeah, i mean all and, that and also i'm sure they're thinking they've got that built-in advantage over pittsburgh with the weather but the truth is nobody's going to play well in that no. in that type of environment there's no, just no way i agree so. i actually think it would would have helped pittsburgh yeah that's because what I, I mean yeah you know josh allen he's it just look great talent but he'll be a bonehead and try to throw through a 
a, a monsoon or a blizzard, and they'll throw two picks and, and cost you a chance of the game. Let's go to the phones and welcome in uh, the caller and uh, welcome into the neutral zone. Hey, how's it going? Uh, good to hear you back in the saddle there, Bo Collier. Hey, appreciate it, man. What's going on, buddy? Happy New oh, Year. not much, man. I, I can't believe uh, Cattleman didn't get a warm-up uh, call in before he uh, joined uh, uh, NFL with Wilkerson, you know. He I tried. mean, it's such a standard, standard protocol, get a call into the neutral zone and then hop over there to the snooze machine and uh, – and be confined to talking NFL only. Yeah, well, he, I think he, he, he'll, he'll play that game over. It won't be no holly jolly with a three-game winning streak. We can't. We could. We couldn't muster up any uh, <laughs> negative uh, lady ball genre. I mean, I mean, I mean, I I like the balls. I mean, when I started following the balls, the lady balls hadn't come into inception yet i mean yeah but, uh, yeah he I'm tried glad, i'm glad, I'm glad yeah. they got uh, i'm glad they got their star stud rakia jackson back in the fold and uh, you know it's like they're like uh they're spotting their opponent like you know double double figures that one game i believe i forget who was playing this past week we was down like 18 or 17 in the second quarter Oh god! And, uh, yeah, it's we like, erased that and took a double-digit lead. It's like Lady Falls Illustrated with Tr right now. This is good, man. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, but yeah, you're you're right. Um, um, we had a well, we we did. We had we had uh, we thought we were uh, getting a cattle call earlier, and then um, like I said, I think he just had to uh, he had to hop off. Uh, you know, so uh, when you got a when you got a you know when you got a, a go number two, it's just kind of a it is what it is. But uh, hey, uh, yeah. So T uh, yesterday, I know you were texting and you know concerning. Uh, you've watched a lot of basketball over the years, and you know uh, you, the way we lose to Mississippi State. You know, was tough, uh, tough to watch. And then when you start looking at that first probably 12 minutes easily you could really say the first 14 minutes of the game until about the six minute you know six minutes left in the game we didn't have any passion we didn't look you know we didn't look like we really cared it was kind of like well we we stayed in it just enough that we were like you kind of got a sense like look hey three or four possessions you know later you you kind of got a sense we could lock them down get out on their shooters and and again for the most part you kind of figured the the shooting yeah. spree that they were on they were going to kind of come back to earth a little bit and they right. did um, i mean that's the the kind of early stages of the first half a walker he had that that explosion i'm like wow man it's sort of like mayshack against the in the Ole miss game a week a weekend earlier last weekend and he was like you know, he had, he was stroking like I don't know nobody's business, man. He's he's not he's not that big a guy, but his long arm he's got such long arms. His jump shot, man, it's just it makes him look much taller on the TV, man. When he's stroking from like mid range, right? I mean, it was it's like it was like a, a Schofield, like something like that, kind of a you know. 
where he got in the groove and a waka come out no from nowhere like and was like assertive on the offensive end of the floor where he's always assertive underneath the basket, you know, defense. But man, it was like connect, man, connect. You can just feel it. You can just feel connect was going to be the one that would get us over that hump yesterday. And, you know, he had the big outburst in Chapel Hill, and he had a pretty good second half against uh, the Mississippi State. But we looked, both, both was all for naught, man. Ziegler and Connect get big numbers offensively in, with the L, going home with the L. But yesterday, we get the, we get the big, we get the big offensive explosion with a dub. You know, to walk out the yes. to the bus to the airport. I don't know. Did we bust down to Georgia, or was that be like a take a plane back, or what? Is that yeah. what is that travel? I, I, the Athens. I don't know. It used to, you know, it used to be the and you you've been on a few of them. The the Pearl Patrols that we used to we used to do where we take the the bus trip down to Athens and uh, yeah, man. I I don't know. I. I would imagine that would Bob, be. You know, I mean, he's got the he's Mister uh, Deacon Cash Insider. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I don't know actually, Tr. Um, uh huh. We, we probably flew back, but yeah, I don't uh, know. I mean, you know what I like? I mean, it's not that. It's not that. It's not a really a short trip, really drive drive wise. It's maybe three and a half hour drive, but yeah, just, you know, you don't want you don't want. You just want to take your time, but I I have no idea, man. But but I I know. Uh, speaking of which, I would I'm I'm thinking the, you know, your Purdue background and Coach Wooden playing his collegiately, growing up in Indiana as a youngster and then going to Purdue and have a great and great uh, career in basketball when. College basketball was in its infancy back in the you know depression days, the beginning of the depression, early late twenties, early thirties. But and Coach Barnes' his appreciation for Coach Wooden, I'm thinking that may have drawn y'all closer together. And I'm with UCLA able to draft, I mean to recruit the black athlete, whereas the SEC was kind of you know getting started. In the mid-60s, we struck out with Spencer Haywood. Oh, APB for JB, if you're out there, dude, where, where are you at, JB? I mean, I mean, you got more knowledge. I remember the 68 Elvin Hayes-Alcindor game in the Astrodome. I remember that, 68. It was on TV, national TV. Yep. I believe it might have been on a Sunday or a, I know it was on the weekend, but yeah, Dick Enberg did it the was call. Like, it's probably still the most uh, uh, all-time for one game of uh, attendance for that, that. That was a big one. The other one was like in 81, um, I think, 81 or 82 when uh, Georgetown played Virginia, and it was Patrick Ewing against Ralph Sampson. That one had huge TV ratings. It was a regular season game, and it was uh, wasn't much of a game, as I recall. But, uh, yeah, that's uh, – you know, hey, I want to go back to the Tennessee game, though, for a second, TR. You know, the thing I liked was – because there were moments in that game yesterday where, you know, Clone said it, they were kind of lifeless and they were getting blown by on, you know, defensively by some of the guards um, at uh, at Georgia. As a matter of fact, they had that one forward, Demary, just blow by Santiago and then dunk on 
Josiah right in his oh, face. Oh, yeah. Um, but what we saw in the last five minutes of the game was I felt that Tennessee made adjustments and they pushed them out. You know what I mean? They kept them so – you know, if you remember – Georgia only scored one point in the last five minutes, 449 to be exact. And they also, they never got to the hole at that point. I mean, they it, it, was, an, it was kind of, you know, a bit of a master class in defense, but I just wish it would have, we wouldn't have been in that position if that had happened earlier in the game. That's all. Um, it was. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, we, we, I had, I mean, I was concerned, but I still had, I knew, I just knew we was going to find a way to get Claw back into the game, and uh, which we seized the lead, which we did, and got a little breathing room, man. Yeah, I mean, but connect. I mean, we just we just we, we don't need to we don't need to have the supporting cast like y'all have been saying. You know, it's all it's been Triple J has been like, you know, everybody's been saying he's our best player. You know, all along up until this past week, he's our best player contribution wise but maybe he's you know but like like Cloney said you know he could he could be uh getting over the flu or something we don't know or I don't know just going through a little drought spell but it's gonna be it's a it's a it's gonna be a marathon buddy but uh I I, I appreciate you uh I, it was good interview I heard heard with Barnes there you did with Barnes there I appreciate him uh getting out of his uh, normal local media and you having the gravitas uh, to uh, corral him to call in or whatever, man. I mean, I mean, even the Dean Vachilio, he's not been able to do that. He just, he's saying like Barnes has been here nine years. He don't, he doesn't do local radio. This is uh contractually contractual yeah. or whatnot, but you got, you sort of got like a, a rare nugget there, but uh, yeah, thanks, man. Yeah, man. I mean, uh, I say John Wooden. He had the benefit of getting the black athlete earlier after on the left coast. I mean, all those all those great black athletes they had, you know, uh, Al Cinder and uh, Sidney Wick, Curtis Rowe. Yeah. Yep, but, right, you know, <laughs> yeah, it was, it was some crazy. Crazy times uh, oh, yeah. that they uh, were able to uh, pull off back in the day. But, yeah, I know uh, it was good. Texas Western finally broke through. But Haskins, Don Haskins had black, what, yeah, the all-black against Kentucky's and Adolph Rupp. We're just rolling, baby. The <laughs> white team, you know, oh, yeah. with, I guess, Pat Riley was on that team at the same time. Yes. Uh, sure but anyway, was. man, it's yep. – uh, it's good to get a dub. It's good to get a dub and have uh, your arch rivals, Florida and Alabama, coming into Knoxville. So let's uh, let's keep the home court home home court winning streak alive and well, baby. And go big, Lord! There you go. All right, good deal. Appreciate it, Tr. Calling in, always uh, listen. It, it, he's got the nuggets, man. He's, he yeah, that the optimism. Uh, I mean, yeah, he, he he texted me and said yesterday, he goes, I mean, he goes, dude, I, I this this does not, it doesn't look good right now, he said, but I, I just, he goes, there, there are three, three or four possessions from just, like, 
being back in this and and yeah. just get it back to that and we can take the take over and i was like man i yeah i mean we could if i seen it on the defensive side but there's clearly a light i mean like a switch it just they it wasn't even so much i mean uh adu had two blocks but he altered a shot too as well yeah. and made a guy shoot it way over uh, like shoot it high and over, and we were there to get the rebound. So, hey, we're going to rebound and uh, pivot, like the basketball analogy here. Uh, and uh, on the other side, we got one final break. We appreciate, again, Fleet Tire and Vol Market Number 3 and Cedar Bluff Plumbing, the fine folks helping this show uh, stay on and keep going and being here for you guys. So we, uh, hey, NFL picks too coming up on the other side. I got some for you. I've even got a big juicy parlay, Aaron. If you want it, I'm dropping a little you bit on it. Do. I need. I, I feel I one. Some more money. Today. I need to win some. Yeah. I so hey, uh, more on the other side. More neutral zone. Come up right after this. At Knoxville Smiles, we're bringing the future of modern dental care to East Tennessee today. All of the scraping and polishing with the gritty stuff that will soon be ancient history. At Knoxville Smiles, the future is here now with guided biofilm therapy. Using a gentle erythritol powder mixed with air and warm water, our hygienists can clean your teeth better than ever without all the poking and scraping. Visit KnoxvilleSmiles.com to find out more or just call us at 865-539-1776. Ever been the coach who realized the team's gear just wasn't up to par? Well, if I'm being honest, that was me. Just a downright irresponsible and plain bad coach. Then SM Athletics changed the game. I want you to picture this. I walk into their store, a coach with a vision. SM Athletics didn't just see a coach. They saw a team's potential. And they delivered custom uniforms so striking. Our team's spirit soared. From cutting edge apparel to top-notch equipment, SM Athletics transformed our presence. No more unreliable online orders or envying the other team's style. SM Athletics stands for quality, design, and on-time delivery every time. Coaches, elevate your team with SM Athletics. Call 865. 966-3434 or visit smathletics.com. Get the best for your team. Delivered right and on time. So, elevate your team's game by contacting SM Athletics today. When it's past high noon, it's time for a vodka soda made with a vodka you've actually heard of. I'm talking White Claw vodka soda made with White Claw premium vodka. JB Smooth only drinks vodka soda made with the world's smoothest vodka. And you can too. Pick you up a bottle of the triple wave filtered vodka that's been distilled five times. White Claw Premium Vodka comes in four flavors. Black cherry, mango, pineapple, and just vodka. You haven't had vodka like this. No one has. White Claw Premium Vodka. Please drink responsibly. Are you ready to elevate your driving experience? Then you need to head over to your hometown dealership, Parkside Kia, home of the lifetime warranty. Discover the latest Kia cars and SUVs where technology meets style. Our friendly staff is here to make your car buying experience a breeze. Don't wait. Visit Parkside Kia today and drive home in the Kia of your dreams. Check them out online at parksidekia.com and visit their showroom at 9929 Parkside Drive. Parkside Kia, where your journey begins. The mountain is high. 
the valley is low. We need some Blue Mountains in here, I think. That's the best Morgan Freeman I can do. Morgan Freeman. (laughs) I got to tell you a little funny, uh, quick, funny story on him. Was talking to a guy who works in media down in uh, around Ole Miss's campus. Had this conversation about a month ago. No joke. Says that uh, Morgan Freeman would come in, still does. Apparently has a farm down there near Oxford. And funny little story, he said they were all there, and you know he would he had done some radio stuff with them, and it was for a fundraiser, obviously. Well, they all went to this restaurant, and he said like a couple of the people, like one of the servers was like, "Oh my God, are you Morgan Freeman?" Yeah, he's like, "Well, yes, I am," you know. And he's and they're like, "Yeah," he said. Uh, said, "Oh, it turns out they find out, you know." He's telling them, he said, "Oh yeah," he goes, uh, "I'm I, you know, we we get out over here, you know, often, you know." And he said, "Well, I thought that, you know, I saw you in here, you know, yada yada, all this," and said. Uh, he goes, well, I've just got a farm right down, you know, about 20 miles outside of town. They go, oh, okay, what what do you grow? And he goes, I, mean, I didn't know you were a farmer. He goes, well, I I am in Hollywood and in acting. So I, I grow grass. <laughs> so I, go, I was like, man, that just, just to hear him, have him say that, I, mean, I could just see him like, well, I'm, uh, I am an actor and uh, I, I grow grass. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my goodness. Hey, uh, welcome back. Again, thanks. Big shout-out. Fleet Tire, 111 East Woodland Avenue. Vol Market number three over on Western Avenue. And Cedar Bluff Plumbing. They've been on Angie's list for several years running. And um, you'll you'll see why. They take great care of you, service. And and um, and uh, they're just a phone call away if you need anything. Hopefully, you don't need any emergency water heater or anything like that this time of year. And you got all the storm coming in and everything. So, uh uh, Bob, so one of the things that uh, and we, you were touching on, you we were talking about some teams. I, I, I love talking like little futures and things. And I actually, you, you brought up something in the break. Before we get to some NFL picks, we'll do those here in just a moment. You mentioned about some, like, just looking at teams that are really sizzling right now. And North Carolina was a team that I looked at and I thought, okay, man, they've, even on the road, they've taken some teams' best shot and still. But boy, at home, that team is that is a that is a ju- we we found out you know that oh, they yeah. that's a juggernaut of a team right now. I mean, do they have playing hot right now is one thing. You don't want to peak too early, but do they top to bottom with a roster that you look at? Do they have a a, a roster that you look at and say they've got the key pieces that I feel like to make a Final Four run because they they clearly do look that part right now i i think they do I, I was watching a little of their game yesterday and syracuse is not a bad team and they beat syracuse by nearly 40 points i mean they they just absolutely laid them out and they are humming right now north carolina is and uh um you know they've got obviously really frontline big man and baycott who is really not even a top he's like their third option at this point behind rj davis who's you know right great guard play um harrison ingram was a big transfer yeah. for them so yeah i i think they're very capable i'd say you talk about a future to to look at north carolina's one the other one and i it's in our conference is auburn auburn's won nine in a row yeah and bruce has got them going oh yeah and, and uh you know he it, it, it could go either way but he's gotten them to a final four so i i think that yeah. Got to keep an eye on Auburn, too. Kentucky, I was watching them as well yesterday against Texas A&M. And Kentucky's super talented. We've been talking about it. Mm-hmm. Um, 
it's they still got to get the right rotations, and they have a lot right. of similar players, in my opinion. And also, they didn't have Aaron Bradshaw play much yesterday, so you can see what happens if he's not effective. Um, but uh, I mean, it took Rob Dillingham; he kind of pushed that game to overtime. He hit like three consecutive threes for Kentucky. Otherwise, they probably would have lost that game in regulation. Yeah. Um, but you know, I there, we always talk about obviously our team in Tennessee and Kentucky when it comes to the SEC. But boy, Auburn's sneaky right now. They just keep climbing, and uh, they look very, very good. No question. No question at all. Uh, hey, so uh, two big games in the NFL uh, playoffs today. Third one, obviously, which was going to be a third game. It got moved uh, to Monday afternoon. Don't even know what the weather's looking like there, but uh, that total is interesting. Buffalo and Pittsburgh, where it dropped. and It, it opened a low 40s and then dropped to like 33 or something. I mean, obviously, the weather... Um, you know, Pittsburgh's going with, uh, Mason Rudolph, I guess. And, uh, you know, he's kind of limited there. Um, so, I mean, looking at it, you know, that, that looks like a Buffalo win with a sloppy, you know, probably something like 27 to 27, 10, 27, 13, uh, if I had to guess, but I, I don't know. We'll see what the weather and everything, how it folds out there, um, uh, in Buffalo, and they fall out a little. And they're saying it's not a slam dunk. It can be on Monday. Yeah, there's point. there's the talk of Tuesday, but then then you get in the whole issue of hey, what what do you want to put your team at that? Because they don't move the NFL playoffs. They're not going to move it unless it's weather related. They've already said that, so they lose two days right. already of you know recovering and getting prepared for probably arguably hosting another game. Um, so, uh, but as far as far as games, uh, look, I, I think both games today, at least I think you see points. Um, so I will go ahead and give you out. I'll give you some picks that I do like. Uh, first and foremost, I think my one of my strongest plays, uh, not only would I take on plus three and a half, the Rams later this evening, but I would I would take them on a money line as well. Um, I think that is uh, you're still getting that, it, it, and that line's moved a little bit. Plus three, I I wouldn't be surprised if that thing comes down to about two and a half, just enough to make people bet on both sides. The Detroit fans, the fringe, you know, hey, or the the Detroit backers are going to go. Well, you know, I can I can now get them. All they got to do is win by a field goal, and Detroit could certainly win. I think no Laporta, uh, him being banged up, I think that really hurts him. Um, now there's an angle there that I would like, I think, uh, certainly, and I, I'll, I'll pull him up. Um, but already the Rams money line plus 138. Just think if you take simple little parlay in that game, if you go Rams plus money line and, uh, I mean, this guy's, you know, literally you would expect Kyron Williams. Um, I think a Kyron Williams, a David Montgomery anytime touchdown and Rams to win. Already, you're looking at five plus five fifty four in odds. Listen, those two guys, literally, it's rinse repeat. They're gonna they're gonna score touchdowns. Um, I mean, maybe one of these guys don't score or gets banged up. You could you could substitute uh, swap out Montgomery for Jameer Gibbs if you wanted. But I would also say. If you're looking at a at a possible play there in that game, if if you're talking uh, no Laporta, 
which it, it appears that he is banged up. Might that beneficiary be a Josh Reynolds? I, I, I actually like his over 30 and a half receiving yards. I think that would be a way to go. Jamison Williams is inconsistent, but he can catch his – he can get that point or that yardage total of 34 and a half. I'm not telling you to go there. Where I would lean is I would uh, – if if he's definitely ruled out Laporta, I would I would go directly to Amon Ross St. Brown over eighty seven and a half receiving yards. So watch that closely. Um, when Laporta hasn't played, and if you go back to last year, Amon Ross St. Brown was literally a target like machine and across the middle. He gets a lot of looks on linebackers. I think he can eat that up. You could even look at a, a reception play. As it is, I would say anytime touchdown for this weekend, you could put Kyron Williams, and you could take all these separate. Kyron Williams is minus 165 right now on FanDuel. You could take C.D. Lamb. You could take Jalen Hurd uh, for tomorrow night. And you could obviously that game's still pending, but you could certainly look at uh, Jalen Hurts. I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. Jalen Hurts. Sorry, Jalen Hurts. <laughs> uh, he's not. He's not even a, a an H back uh, anymore, is he? Um, yeah, Jalen Hurst. Uh, Hurts. Excuse me. Uh, but again, uh, there's plays there that I do like. So in this Dallas game, a couple of plays I really, really like. Jake Ferguson four receptions or more. You can get that right now for about one. Minus 170. That's a little juicy, you know. Sometimes the juice is, you know, worth the squeeze. But Aaron Jones, two-plus receptions. I think game script, you look at it. I also think Tony Pollard over rushing attempts, 14. I think he gets the 15. Game script should be Dallas's, you know, leading. They're going to need to run the football some. Take a little pressure off, run the clock. I, I Look. I would be stunned. I, I'm I'm going to go ahead and say I think Dallas uh, gets to that 30-and-a-half-point total. I would say jump on that now before later. I think more betters will get on that. They're just their their track record at home. Listen, I don't trust them on the road, but that's that's definitely one area I would go. Anything You see anything you like, like just that really stands out to you in these two games today, Bob? Again, I, I I think for me it's uh, totals. I, I think they're both games. They're, I I just don't think there's going to be yep. a lot of defense played. So that's uh, and and I don't know why. I, and I could be kicking myself and saying, you know, what what was I thinking? I, I for some reason I, I wouldn't I wouldn't shade Green Bay too much, man. I think, no, I I really think they. Uh, and and by the way, another storyline there. If that happens, that'll be the last game McCarthy coaches for Dallas. Oh, if, I, if Green Bay happens to win, hundred percent. I think he he would. Yeah, they would definitely uh, blow him out. The other thing that you could do, and I'll just say this: you know, with parlays, you don't want to get too crazy. Now, every once in a while, I like to throw a banger out there that's maybe you know five me. five six legs, something that I go, oh yeah, that'll you know that'll pay your monthly bills if you hit it. Just to sprinkle a little ten fifteen dollar <laughs> play. But why not take? In an alternate line setting, take L.A. I agree with Bob totally. L.A. Detroit to forty nine and a half. That over is is honestly it's only like a buck seventy eight. You take that with uh, the Packers and Dallas. You could take uh, that alternate total point from 50, 50 and a half. You take it down to 
49 and a half. So, so basically two totals that are 49 and a half. Listen, 27-23 gets you there on, on both of those. And that's, that's literally plus 162 right there. Now, where you get a little greedy, Dallas Moneyline at a minus 360 would move that up to about plus 230. Um, or you just say, hey, you know what? I'm going I'm going to ride clones uh, anytime touchdown plays. Kyron Williams, that, that should happen. He may even be a two-touchdown guy today. Uh, they're going to lean on him. Uh, C.D. Lamb, anytime touchdown, that guy's playing as well as anybody at the wide receiver position right now. So we'll see. But uh, I do like, again, official plays. Jake Ferguson, four-plus receptions. Aaron Jones, two-plus receptions. Again, I think game script, I think they're going to be – they're going to be throwing a lot, uh, trying to chase and and catch Dallas. And, uh, again, I'm just going to lock it in. As long as the, the, that he has a pulse and he's playing for the Rams, I'm taking uh, Kyron Williams anytime touchdown. So we got to jump out, and uh, we appreciate uh, all listeners and uh, folks uh, here at the station making it possible, and the sponsors, Fleet Tire and uh, Cedar Bluff Plumbing and Vol Market Number 3. Big shout-out to them. Happy New Year to everyone. Great to be back in here. Thanks to Bob. Thanks to Aaron, Jake, and the crew here. We'll catch you guys next week. Enjoy the games. Are you in need of a smile makeover? Hi, I'm Dr. Michael Costa at Knoxville Smiles. And if you're ready to improve your smile, replace teeth that are missing, make your dentures tighter, add implants to your mouth, whatever you may need, we're here.